Alright, you there? My uh my intro's not working right now. I'm gonna I'm kill here. I'm gonna kill this thing. I just went through the whole I just went through the whole thing before I got on the air, let's call it. And no go. Man, I wanna just smash that thing sometimes. <laughs> Oh, final approach podcast for the 15th. God, I hate it when I don't have like my music or anything. That just freaking stinks, bro. That's like it happens. Yeah, but that's like that's like no go for me. That's like the worst thing. That's like the worst thing that could possibly happen is it's like the, the no fly zone for you. Yeah, like give me no no freaking music like are you kidding me like holy shnikes like that is the biggest crock of bullcrap oh i'm hurt i'm totally hurt i'm trying i'm trying a couple other i'm stalling just to see if i can get something to start because i'm so mad so mad right now are we live yeah we're live so we're live yeah i'm just gonna dink around here and see if i could get one to work so, just uh, bear with me for a minute. Yeah, see, I tried that one. I tried that one. I tried that one. I'm trying every one of them. We'll see if something sticks to the wall. So, let's see. Yeah, that's some bullshit. I'm mad right now. All right. Anyway, now that I'm now that I'm discouraged to start this whole deal, we'll get. Don't be discouraged. We'll get going. God, I'm so mad. All right. What's going on? It's Mario. Final Approach Podcast for the 15th of April. Still on lockdown. Still in confinement. Still in jail. Still doing a nickel in freaking Chino. Like, this is, this is as bad as it gets. We're talking to my boy Anthony from Benchmade Knives. One of our partners, uh, like partners, I run you through it every time. That's the folks who make things make things go for me and uh, keep me in the right gear and keep us going pretty hard. Uh, sponsors that we got, well, not even sponsors, they're partners. It's uh, a little different with us, but because uh, we help each other do whatever we can. I'm not just, you know, thieving and sucking off of whatever. And I'm not saying there's people who do that. I'm just saying that we don't do that. We try to do as much as we can for our partners. Uh, you're talking about Benelli, uh, Federal Ammunition, of course, Mossy Oak, uh, the guys at Rogers Sporting Goods, uh, my buddy Rob at Ranchland Outfitters up in Canada, which we need to get you there one day, bro. You need to get your crap together. Uh, of course, uh, we're talking, uh, we talked to Camp Chef last week and my buddy Brooks. We talked to uh, Skipper from Leupold a couple weeks ago, and we had Chip a long time ago on from Pattermaster. So all those brands helping us out, and now we finally got Anthony on, and we're kind of cranking through on the Benchmade side. Now, we will have um, a blade to give away. So, Yes, sir. Uh, Steep Country is what it's called, the orange one with a sheath. Um, I guarantee you, if you're even thinking about getting a Benchmade knife or whatever you're, you're going to do on the Benchmade side, get some Band-Aids first because <laughs> that shit is sharp. 
I'm trying to that tell you, bro. What did I What did I send to you? Hey, guess what happened? Yeah, yeah I'll give I, you two guesses. Yeah, I guessed it right away. Yeah, you cut yourself. <laughs> oh my god! But you know, we could talk about the knives that I have. So uh, in just a little bit, but I do I do want to ask like one thing right off the bat. Let's go. Uh, the knife that you've been talking to me about. Will you be able to leak a photo of that soon? Oh, we won't be able to leak anything for another month or so. Okay, that's fine. But then, then you better leak it to me because we're going to talk a little bit about it. Or can yeah. we talk a little bit about it? We can. We can. Uh... Well, you don't have to say the name or whatever. Maybe yeah. we just say what it does or what it's going to do. Is that exactly. fair? We can talk about that. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Because, you know, I'm trying to you know, go the route of, you know, I try to tell people when they come on here uh, and the folks that listen, which we appreciate everybody who checks us out live or comes back and listens, you know, on Apple Play or wherever they could find the podcast, um, that we have people on here that have great products. We're We're not here pimping stuff. That's just trash because, you know, the industry that I was in before and the job that I was in before, like, I wouldn't talk about anything and it was media related. I wouldn't talk about anything that I didn't believe in or I didn't use because I just thought that was and I wouldn't tell anybody about something that I wouldn't use myself. So the cool thing about this is is no kidding. This is a no BS podcast. Like if it's not on here, I and the team and everybody that's involved with Final Approach, like we're not using it. You know what I mean? It's as simple as that. So if I if I say something, I'm being as truthful as I can be because listen, there there are guys out there taking money for something that they would not use themselves. That has been going on in the outdoor world for ever. Oh yeah. So uh, there's no. There's no junk on this podcast. There's no, you know, there's no bad products. So with that being said, can you give us a little history of Benchmade? It's here in my home state, which is Oregon. So can you give the folks listening a little bit of, you know, history on Benchmade? Because it's been around a couple years, you know. Yeah, it's been around for, you know, a while. Um so I'll give you a little background uh, just on myself first. And yeah, perfect. I'll uh, kind of just lead into how I got into the uh, into the outdoor industry and uh, specifically knives. Um, but, you know, I was telling Mario before I jumped on the podcast, this is the first time being on this side of the microphone. Yeah. Uh, coming from the hunting industry on the opposite side of the microphone and uh, uh, leading a podcast out of California and uh I was basically, I, shoot, man, I was out of California for the last 34 years and uh, just moved up to Oregon about, oh, eight months ago and uh, met Mario through that as well. But I uh, moved up here for the uh, job opportunity to come work for Benchmade as the hunt product manager, as well as manage our EDC products. Um, amazing opportunity. Um, family-run business that's been around for, as Mario said, for a very long time. Um, and we pride ourselves on uh, U.S.-made knives. That's right. Um, and uh, our our slogan is uh, "Yours for life." 
So when you buy a knife, it's it's yours for life. It's yours passed down to your son, to your grandkids, um, all of the above. So, um, you know, we we offer a lifetime warranty on all of our knives. We offer Life Sharp on all of our knives as well. Um, so we stand behind everything we make. It's made here locally in Oregon City and, uh, yeah, homegrown. And uh, everybody that works there is uh, part of the lifestyle, too. That's a great part about the company is – uh, everybody I work with uh, in regards to our engineer team to on the factory floor to marketing, uh, we all share the same passions that you guys do. And uh, we hunt, we fish, uh, we everybody gets out into the outdoors. People are into, you know, shooting, whether it be tactical or, or whatever it may be. Right. Um, so everybody kind of lives the lifestyle, which is great. Yeah, I mean, listen, you know, we, we talk about that on, on here a lot about, you know, I always say an end user and an end user is is somebody that's listening to this podcast is is a hardcore end user, whether they, you know, go after it a couple days a week, five days a week, whatever. Yeah. They are an end user. That's a person who is using our equipment and doesn't want any BS. They want yeah. to they want something that works. They want something that can give them an edge something that can help them whatever the case may be that is what these people want doesn't matter boy girl whatever woman man like it doesn't matter like this is that's what they want so yeah it's when you when you have very limited time in the field and you know i'm not by no means a professional hunter and my time in the field is just as limited as anybody else's time and when I'm out there, I expect my any gear that I use to work and to to be the best gear that I can afford. And and hey, it, everybody has a different level of gear that they can afford. And um, and you have to buy what's best for you and best for your budget. But everything I purchase and everything I uh, you know rep from um, other brands that I use and have experience with, it's it all serves a purpose. That's right. Yeah, you're trying to get you're trying to get that edge and and listen in the waterfowl world somebody's guys are always looking for an edge, always looking for something. I oh, mean yeah. I mean we're driven we're driven like that. We are definitely a group of folks that are that are absolutely intense and seekers of you know the most knowledge, the next idea, the next product that's going to you know push us you know push us to the limits and 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 push us out there maybe where something else can't or somebody else won't and we get a little advantage so you know we're all crazy there's no doubt about it i mean the only <laughs> i mean and listen the the funny thing is like you're starting to like get totally immersed in the waterfowl side but oh yeah but you know the crazy in, craziness from the archery side because that's where you spent most of your time before, correct? Yeah, I mean, not necessarily archery, but uh, big game hunting. Um, is right, and, that, my, and that that's is, as insane as this. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you have yeah, to be it's bananas. A it's a different level of yes. In, insanity. Yes, <laughs> yes, but you. what I'm saying is you can understand the insanity a lot better than maybe somebody who has oh, yeah. never hunted or maybe just – you know, deer hunting a couple times on the weekend or, or once or twice a year turkey hunting or just something like that. Like, yeah. until you get, like, the 
the bug and you get bit like no, it's a sickness it's a nasty sickness yeah it's <laughs> it's there's no cure for that deal so mm-hmm. you just gotta you just gotta you just gotta go with it and run with it so yeah that's that's pretty much that's pretty much the deal there now um so why don't you tell everybody where what background like where you came from because the cool thing is uh you know there's an awful lot of people who hunt in different lifestyles and industries oh, yeah. and stuff like that and then all of a sudden you get you know you get thrown into something like this so yeah yeah i uh so yeah my my background is a little bit different than most people's um you know i i I went to school for graphic design, web design, and uh, ended up in the footwear industry of all places. And I shoot for the last nine, nine and a half years, I worked for DC Shoes and <laughs> uh, worked in the action sports industry and uh, was uh, specifically worked on a lot of our, our motocross um, team programs that we did for footwear and uh, worked on some really cool projects there. And um, within that, though, you know, you're, you're, I would say your interests in life. I was huge into moto and right. um, I was into shooting and uh, hunting and everything and your interests change in life. And um, I've always been connected to the outdoors, backpacking, uh, fishing and grew up camping, you know, camping, you know, camping for my family when growing up was right. That was our vacation. You know, that was, that was what we did. And uh, we didn't go to resorts. We didn't have money to, to go out and, um, you know, go on fancy vacations. It was camping and, uh, we really enjoyed that. And I enjoyed it growing up and, um, I wanted to connect my backcountry skills of camping, backcountry camping, hiking with hunting and, uh, my shooting, uh, experience and kind of combined all that together and really got into hunting. And, you know, when we talk about the sickness and the insanity, man, just, <laughs> you know, just, just diving, diving head first in and, and just going for it and, uh, never looked back and, um, you know, with those interests changing, uh, career path also, just trying to get into the industry, um, kind of going back to starting a podcast and networking and, you know, everything is about networking and, yeah, and there's no doubt. the right people within your network. And that's how Mario and I connected as well. But, um, you know, it's, you know, I, I went in and wanted to get into the outdoor industry. So I, I started a podcast and started networking with more and more people and, got my name out there and next thing you knew it i was applying for jobs left and right boy oh boy everybody asked how to get into this industry and it's just you know you got to be you got to be bold you got to be brave and you got to stick your neck out there and keep trying and i tried for over two and a half years trying to get into the industry and um finally got in with uh with the company called benchmade obviously that's what we're talking about but uh yeah it was it was uh it's quite the lengthy process to get in but um i you know everybody asks how you get into the industry and it's it's really Grind. you know you got to have a network you got to know people and uh, you got to connect with the right people to get get where you want to go well and here's you know here's the other thing and you know cuz i get i get the same kind of questions that you get you know and if somebody's out there thinking about it or whatever the case may be like you know i'll yeah. tell you one thing like don't don't come up to a company or talk to somebody from a company and see what that company is going to do for you or what you can get from the company. You know yeah. what I mean? You need to figure out, okay, I am good at this. Now, yep. how can I apply this to a brand and it be 
helpful, productive. Uh, it could make money. It could it could indirectly make money for the company. It could directly make money. Like, I don't know. You know what I mean? So yeah. you have to look at what you can do for a company. You know, what that can Brown do for you? Yeah, you know? I mean, you know, listen, this goes way back. This is, you know, listen, this is, uh, you know, I always call it the old school mentality, the blue collar mentality. But I'm telling you, that's that's it. If you walk in with and that goes for anything like, you yeah. know, like oh, I, I get constant never going to be handed to you. Right. You and I constantly get emails and, uh, you know, texts, DM, like whatever about, hey, can you sponsor me? OK. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So the thing that I'm telling all you young cats out there is. Don't come to me or Anthony and say, hey, can you sponsor me? I got like three followers. Like, build up your followers, build up your yeah. channel, build up your stuff, and then come to a company that you want to use. Don't just go to any company that's going to give you something. Go to the company that you believe in and use and say, hey, I like your stuff. It works. How can I help? Or how can we do something together? Yeah. You know what I mean? And it, and it still might take some time, but that's the way to go about it. Because, yeah. you know, listen, you, you, you are very lucky to um, get to, like, Benchmade right from... And listen, you, you were at a high-profile industry before and a high-profile uh, brand. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yep. going from DC to to Benchmade, like that's not a crazy leap, but going from yeah. that world to this world, yeah, I mean, listen, you could have gotten you know way crappier of a of a job yeah. or brand. I mean, yeah. you know, seriously, Absolutely. like you got to count them because listen, there's other guys who have grinded for years, you oh, know, yeah. and and had a start at the you know two dollar company and 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 worked their way up. So and listen, you. You might have to do it. So if you oh, want to yeah. be in this thing, you know, you know, don't think you're just gonna, you know, you're, I'm gonna make six figures and I'm gonna go hunt every oh. day. Like, I mean, you got to grind. What I mentioned prior to that was that I mean, it was two and a half years of applying for jobs within the outdoor hunting industry, right? Until I, until I even got emails back, um, right? So you even got and, noticed or a response, right? Yeah, yeah. It, and it it literally took you know just an unconventional way of reaching out to uh the hiring manager uh my hiring manager and uh it was just completely unconventional and just outside of the box um and you know when it when he, mario was talking about um you know not just hitting a company up and just asking for stuff but you know it may it, as he said you know it may take years to create a relationship but it's it, i i stress it to anybody any yep. anybody that's new within a company or out of college or anything uh, it's just networking, and it's it's just like networking with your hunting buddies. It's it's finding new hunting partners and finding new people to hunt with, whether it be waterfowl, deer, elk, whatever it may be, whatever your you know passion is. It's it's all about your network. And you got to grind. Don't, yep. don't got to grind. Don't think you're not going to grind. Danny's yeah. checking us out from Cincinnati. Daniel always jumps on. Yes, bro, I did get a new sticker, and I slapped it on the thing. I'll have to get – I don't have a Benchmade sticker. I'll have to get one up on here. I don't. Uh, 
So that's an easy thing. I just uploaded the link uh, for the Benchmade giveaway. If you want to get on at some point and sign up to win, uh, yeah. you know, do so. It's the Steep Country Knife. You can see it right there. We got the picture of it. It's the orange handle, black sheath. And uh, I'll give you two guesses. It's sharp. How's that? So <laughs> yeah, get some Band-Aids. It's uh, it, the Steep Country is like I would say one of my favorite knives. It's uh, it's at the I would say when I say lower end of our product range, it's it's at the kind it's, of yeah. entry level mark of a hunting knife. Yeah. Um, however, entry level for us is not entry level for most people. Um, from a price point MSRP, you're you're talking 125 dollars for this. Right. So we use premium steels on this. Uh, that's a CPM S30V blade. Uh, but the great thing about that blade is it's a, a full grind blade and it slices like no other man. Um, and it is a, I picked that knife just because it's a great all around. I was just uh, going to say that. I was just going to say that that looks to me, yeah. I don't have that particular knife, but I, I can, I, I can look at that and go, that would do everything. There's no doubt. Mm -hmm. I got no doubt in my mind, whether yeah. you got. Big animals, small animals. You're gonna skin something. Uh, you're doing birds. Uh, yep. You know, you're you're caping something like whatever. I'm pretty sure that can handle just about anything. So that knife will handle just about anything you throw at it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's a good deal. What? Uh, well, going right from there. What is something that's new this year? And it could be, you know, we could run through a couple things. But is there anything yeah. new? You know, this is where we always start on on stuff like this, because we always talk about the advantage or or something new. Because there's there's always something, there's always a new technology, a new material, a new something, uh, oh, yeah. and companies are always trying to get better so you can get better as well and and buy better stuff. So what's new for this year? And it could be anything. It does, obviously yeah. there's not a ton of waterfowl specific knives, but yeah. not yet, not yet, yet. Mm. I ain't but, saying nothing. Go for uh, it. What's uh, but, uh yeah, what's new? Because I don't want to get into what I got. Because I got, I got two sitting here that I'm fond of. Um, yeah, we do. We've got a lot of new stuff coming out. Um, for us, uh, a lot of our stuff is more targeted towards, uh, like Mario said, a little bit more on the big game side. Uh, we're starting to, uh, you know. I've only been at Benchmade for eight months now, so the opportunities uh, that live outside of big game hunting is, is there. I'm fully aware. I'm fully immersed. Um, yeah. Mario and I are hunting almost every weekend during waterfowl season. and um, So outside of waterfowl, looking at big game, we've got a new lineup coming out um, that you guys will see probably around the July time frame. Um, and it's kind of revamping our current knives that we have in line and uh, exploring new blade steels. So the uh, Altitude S90V um, blade steel, which is a phenomenal blade steel for keeping an edge, and uh, the edge retention is just incredible. Um, you can cut up an entire elk without really touching up the blade. We recommend people you know, maintaining their blade in the field, but if needed to and you didn't have something to maintain your edge, You'd have no problem getting through an elk and or two deer at a time. Um, so knowing that and how well our S90V performs in the in the field, uh, we're going to be releasing a couple new knives with uh, S90V, and there'll be extensions of the current knives that we have in our line. 
Um, so favorite knives that exist, um, and there'll be extensions of those. And then uh, the Mario, Mario alluded to a knife in the very beginning. Um, can't talk about it in, <laughs> in depth, but um, I can tell you that it is going to be extremely exciting when it does hit the market. Um, it is completely new blade steel for Benchmade. Um, it's, we'll be on the forefront of companies using this blade steel. Um, and it's in between kind of a, I would say, a fillet knife and a boning knife. Um, so you get the flex profile of a fillet knife, but uh, you get the rigidity of a boning knife and the, uh, I would say, the tip of a boning knife as well. Um, so super excited about that. Um, yeah. It, it's, uh, it, is a, it is made to slice and dice meat like no other. Um, and the name is is right there with it. So can't release any information too much on it, but our partners that we're going to be partnering with um, is, a, is another uh, key driver for this product, and um, they've been along for the ride for the whole kind of design and uh, the fit and finish of this product. So super excited to get this to the market, and then that'll be available. We're targeting around the Father's Day time frame, so oh, yeah. not too far from now. Um, so will that be... Will that be my favorite bird cleaning blade? Dude, it's not just going to be your favorite bird cleaning blade. It'll be your favorite bird cleaning blade, your carving knife in the kitchen for your turkey dinners. I mean, everything, man. Okay. It's, it's got the opulence of a kitchen knife, but what it does, and you can use, I mean, just the, the way you can use it in the field, um, it's just... It's an incredible knife. It is by far has replaced all of the knives in my uh, butcher block. How about that? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. And like, like when you when you start, you know. And here's the thing, you know. Listen, I've always viewed, you know, up until you, I've always viewed um, knives kind of like where I I I value sunglasses. And here's here's why. I've never bought a really good pair because mm -hmm. of uh, a few of a few things that I do. Number one, I always lose them. Yeah, I always break them. Uh, they well, they'll turn up like three years later, and I'm like, oh yeah, that's where I put it. Um, <laughs> so, so yeah. like. I'm truly getting like the past year, like I'm truly getting an education more on the knife side because yeah. like I said, I never really was, uh, I know what I needed, uh, but I didn't know that there was certain items that you guys had that I really needed. You know what I mean? Like, like oh, yeah. I, it blew my well. expectations away and you know, everything about, you know the products because it's so, it, it truly is i mean you're you're i mean obviously the the knives are made and they're made like like let's just take one like like the little uh, the bug out one is like my favorite so yeah so like listen you're not just making one bug out knife a year but it's it's like a custom knife that everybody gets to grab and that's oh, how yeah. a lot of the products are well and i the kind of just backing up and uh, I th so there's a whole nother aspect to the to the new knives that are coming out that I alluded to is the edge performance and uh, normal edges if you if you put a our regular edge 
um, that we put on our knives that's standard across the board. It actually, if you put it under a microscope, has a micro micro serration, um, and that's from the belts uh, that we sharpen our knives with. Um, we've developed a new edge, and the new edge that we developed was specifically for butchering and processing meat as well. And um, we developed this new edge for push cut for performance. So gotcha. you're not sawing back and forth through your meat, you're pushing through it. So when you're cutting a back strap and you're getting those final cuts ready for the freezer or maybe slicing a breast off of a goose or something like that. You're not chopping uh, the hell out of it. You're literally pushing one push right through. The edge is so, so sharp. And I'm not saying I don't doubt because that. I'm an employee there. I'm saying this because <laughs> I discovered this edge on this specific <laughs> knife and I opened it up to the other knives in the hunting line because it was so damn sharp and precise. Um, I used it through our hunting season. Uh, we, we put down four bucks in a bowl out in Colorado and we used this edge out there and it was so phenomenal. And when you say sharp, scary sharp is what I would say with this. It's to Bro. the point where if you accidentally poke your hand, it'll it'll go right into it. Um, it is it's scary sharp. It's almost too sharp. But, uh, all you know, of them, all of them to me are scary sharp. And and here's and here's what I can relate it to. Um, you know, I, I I am no master at 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 this at all, but I have carved decoys and used a lot of carving knives oh, yeah. and different carving tools and you know listen when 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 my friend Don Guthrie who who first got me my he got me into carving he got my first set of carving tools for me like mm -hmm. and that's why I joke about the band-aid thing like he bought me my first carving set and taped a huge box of band-aids on the top and he said here you go and you know it wasn't bro it wasn't like the next day where I like gouge myself for the first time. And I was like, Ugh. and, and, and the band-aids are like, I went through them with, with, I went through them pretty fast. So when, if you handle any carving tools and then sharpen your carving tools to make sure that they are scary sharp, then you'll know, you know, you'll know what we're talking about that. It is, it is that sharp. Yes. Yeah. And, and you know, it's, Having a sharp knife is, is, is what we need in the field, you know? You, you, a dull knife is where you, mistakes happen and accidents happen when you have something dull. So, yeah. uh, But you have to care for a sharp knife like it's sharp, and it, it will damage you if, if you're not careful. Yeah, you just got to be right. You just got to know that that's what's going on, and it, it is that sharp, and you just yep. got to pay attention to what you're doing, but it should make your work easier. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's no doubt. I mean, that's that's really what it's all about. And that's what we're, you know, that's what we're talking about. That's why I go to, you know, what's your advantage? What's your edge? What's your, you know, what's your company all about? Why, why, why is this knife, like you said, you know, why is this $125? Why is it $150? Because it's yeah. that sharp and it's going to be that sharp for that long. And like you said, lifetime. You know what I mean? Well, so, and, and the other thing people don't realize too is, you know, every, every knife from our perspective is handmade, you know, it's, it, you know, it's, uh, you know, it's the reason the name is what it is. Um, it bench made. Um, how many, it, let me ask you a question while you're talking yeah. about that. How many, and if, and if you know this, how many people, how many workers touch 
a knife before it goes out to like a retailer uh, or whatever? I wish I knew that question. I, man, too many people. There's, uh, there's so many. Well, and it also depends on what knife, like, like, yeah. like how yeah. much, how much is into the knife, um, yeah. as far as it parts, depends on, right. You know, whether it's a fixed blade or folder, right. Um, right. I, I wish I had that answer. I, I don't necessarily have that answer, but, but, um, but I guess what I'm getting at and, and I'll, yeah. I'll kind of answer it for you is that, listen, if like, if more than five people touch this product if more than two people touch it and a machine doesn't touch it it's custom do you know what yeah. i mean like it has oh, yeah. craftsmanship workmanship like that's yep. what's behind it if if you're getting something it could be anything if you could if yeah. you're getting anything that a human is not touching then it's not custom you know what i mean yeah. like that's easy yep. so i mean that's the way to look at it or you know i won't i don't even have to say custom you're getting a, 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 an incredibly made product, yeah. you know, that people take pride in, you know, putting it together. You know, the, well, the gold ring stuff at, at, at Loophole that's made here, you know, some of the stuff that is made here, you know, there's a lot of other stuff that's made because they got to get the cost right and all that other stuff. And, and people, you have to understand that. Like, it, it, yeah. we're tr they're trying to do what they can for the customer. Uh, but if you can do it here and get all those components right and everybody touches it, man, you just have – you should be proud of, of having that on you all the time. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah, and I – you know, it's it's interesting because coming from the industry that I was was footwear, you know, and coming to this world and seeing the the level of scrutiny within the company of – the products that go out the door and what gets scrapped because of a, a small scratch. And I, yep. I remember when I first, I, I came into like first couple meetings and I was hearing the conversation about like what products were getting scrapped or issues that were getting, you know, having delays against product because of these small, small, I mean, the, the things that you would see are not even noticeable to a, a consumer level right. standpoint. However, yep. internally though, the, the level of scrutiny on our product and what we let out the door is just on another level. And I wish people could, I wish people could see it. Um, I honestly do. Cause you know, being somebody that's fairly new to the company and getting to see it firsthand and getting to experience it, it's, it's amazing, um, and the the level of product that goes out the door on a daily basis is incredible. And uh, the team there, and the you know we have you know you have uh, Hunt, you have Blue Class, you have Black Class, which is more of a tactical. Blue Class is more EDC, and then we have Gold, and Gold is a whole nother separate team. And there's a literally a, a, a group of people that focus on the knives, and everything is hand done right, right. there in this group of guys and i i don't know exactly how many of them are but there's not that many and you know the knives sell for upwards of fifteen hundred dollars for them. wow but it's because they are literally they're beyond custom they're precise custom. right oh it's it's like buying an over under that is you know got a full filigree you know engraved in the yep. in the stock and all that stuff you know yeah. so uh, now, for everybody that, if you know, like like sometimes they'll miss a word or, or don't catch something. So when you're saying 
the blue the blue line's the EDC. That's everyday carry, correct? Correct. Yeah, yeah. Just so just so folks know and understand yeah. that that's like like the couple knives that I have. Those are they're in that line. So yeah. I mean that's that's my, but that's that's me. That's what I like. Yeah. Yeah, we're blue collar folks, man. Yeah. We just, you know, we carry a knife for most people carry a knife to cut open a box on a, you know, Amazon packages or, <laughs> you know, whatever. Every right. all the hunting gear we buy, it's to open up a box and, right. you know, use use for whatever you use it for. But yeah, no doubt, blue classes for that, and then our black classes uh, geared more towards the tactical, tactical crowd and, um, you know, for for our first responders and all that. So um, they're built with purpose and and they're built for that. Um, right. And, you know. The general public has access to them, and uh, but yeah, they're they're built with a with purpose in mind. Every knife we make is built with a purpose and um, for an intended user. So so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna, I want to talk about one of the ones I have because uh, listen I I like knives a lot. I I've always been like like a like a knife watcher, but like I said, yeah. I never. You know, I didn't know enough about them, and I had a lot of them. But like I said, I always had like junk, <laughs> or or just like well, not even junk, like just not to yeah. this level. I'll just say that, like not to this level. Like I wasn't there, so I don't. You know, I've had an awful lot of knives, and I just, you know, haven't been haven't been there, and yeah. and this. So so the number, and you guys number all these, yeah. Like what's like what knife it is. So so the five three five is the bug out. The bug out, yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna get up and show that so everybody can see that. And that is a just it, it's one it's actually the most popular knife that we make in our in our line. Bro. Oh, that's the five thirty seven. That's the bailout. Oh, is this one the bailout? Yeah, that's the bailout. I don't have my so, glasses on. Hold on. It's. Uh, oh yeah, you're so right. Sorry, sorry. The that's an extension of the bug out. So that was actually uh, designed for law enforcement. Leo. Um, it's got the Tonto blade on it, um, but super lightweight. Um, the bug out, which is the 535, was designed for um, through hiking and through hikers at uh, I think it's like 1.8 ounces. Um, so built as a, a super lightweight platform with premium steel S3D. And then you have what you have in hand, which is the bailout, uh, which is a little bit more geared towards LEO, has the Tonto blade on there as well. Yeah, listen, this, yeah, I don't know why I wrote that down, but I got, I, I wrote okay. it down wrong. But I got, uh, I can't believe, like you just said, light. This is, this, I don't even know, it's, it's long. You know, it's, yep. it's a little longer than I'm usually used to carrying, but I can't tell it's in my pocket. This thing, yeah. this thing is stupid light. Yeah, that is the thing about this thing that that is crazy to me on how light it is. So, so like you know, you could you could carry a smaller knife and and know it's there and you feel it tugging on your jeans like you know you got it in your pocket. This thing, this thing is legit, and and I'm telling you on the blade, like I get. You know, I get I get totally freaked out. I'm always watching like how I put it away and what I'm doing because it, yeah. that's one of those scary sharp things that I'm just go. This thing is is legit. So that that's the coolest yeah. thing about that two, is my everyday two carry. Ounces for that. That's that what that's what I mean. Two ounces weighs like 
Nothing. Nothing. Yes. And then, and then, okay. So I think I got this other one right. So the other one I have is the 427 that you sent me. Oh yeah. So that's I'll show that one. And this one weighs like five times that. (laughs) Yep. And the cool thing about this one, you said, oh, it's got a lock, and then it's got another lock. So this has a lock, obviously, to open and close it, but it also has a lock on the back on the spine where you could lock it open or lock it closed. Yeah, and that one's an assist. Yeah, this thing, like, I've never even seen anything like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, totally. And and this thing... Listen, when when you open this thing up and you have this in your hand, like, you know, like, you have, like, a knife in your hand. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the other one feels like... Well, the other, like, like, the other one, the bail, it's like, oh, yeah, you know, I have, like, a letter opener in my hand. Yeah, you have a letter opener in your hand that can, like, dice and, and chop somebody up, right? And, and then this thing is, like, all business. Like, I would hate to... I, I'm not a fighter, but I'm just going to joke. Like, if you would punch somebody with this in your hand, like, that would hurt. Like, I'm just holding this, feeling this going, man, that thing is, it is, it is a legit piece of steel. There's no doubt about it. And I can, I, I totally know when this is in my pocket. This one's like, yeah, this one's for real. So that one, and that, and all my knives are all blacked out. I like the black, you know, that's me. Yeah. Uh, but they're, they're both totally different, but both, you know, way out incredible. So yeah, that's some, that's some serious, serious stuff. Oh, Edgar just jumped on. I believe Eggert's from Iceland. Ah. Yeah. Yeah, Bubba. What up? <laughs> Is that who I think it is? I love it when people jump on. No, that's not the Viking. That's oh, the Viking's buddy. Viking. Like, no, nope. that's the Viking's buddy. Uh, Eggert, he did meet the Viking. He did. He did meet the Viking at Shot Show. We did. We did yeah. introduce Anthony finally to the one, the only Viking. Yes, the Viking. Yes, yes. the Viking. So, um, so yeah, you guys got like I said, serious, serious stuff. If you want something, you could. You can check out the website. You can get your first knife courtesy of us. If you just go in and sign up to win, we're going to do a steep country. Uh, so get so get to it. Uh, just sign up to win. Uh, pretty simple. You know, that's what, that's what partners do. Come on here. We talk about stuff. We give something away. We want to get you guys into some cool products. Something maybe, like, maybe you're like me a while ago, and you're like, yeah, you just bought a couple knives, and, you know, you're just getting into the knife game and you want to up your game up, you know, here you go. So, you know, that's, that's, that's how we do things here. So plus we get you some information. We get you as much, you know, background on everything that we, that we can. So you can make, you know, make good decisions. So that's what we're, that's what we're here to do. So, um, I got a question for you. Fire, bro. Let's hear it. Have we talked? Well, I know we haven't talked about it live. But Uh-oh. You haven't had the opportunity to talk about Jet on the air. But no, I just did a little. I just did a little. Uh, 
I saw it. A little promo Rugrat. He's downstairs probably right now in the garage. I put him in his little kennel, and he's probably yeah. barking his head off, bro. Oh, he's probably wailing down there. Oh, so he uh, so got picked up the new pup yesterday, seven weeks. He is, you know, it's been a while since I had, you know, a, a pup pup because I, I got money when he was a pup, but then – I was so busy with work, like he went right to the trainer pretty much. And the kids were smaller, yeah. so like the kids couldn't help. So, you know, the last puppy I had was was my dog Onyx, who I got in California, and that was that was a long time ago. And, you know, raised him from a pup and, and God, it's just been a long time since I had a pup, but he is pretty mellow. Yeah. And he he's mellow in the house. You know, listen, we've had a couple pee accidents. Like, that's what you're going to get. You're going to get some, yeah. you're gonna get some gonna issues. You, how did you sleep last night? Oh, I slept like crap because I put him <laughs> in the kennel. I put him in the kennel. And and James, my trainer, is always telling me, yeah. just just put him in the kennel. He's going to bark himself to sleep. Just you got to do it. And I was like, I couldn't do it. Put him in the kennel. So I, I took him out last night. I went downstairs to the spare room. I slid in the spare room with him. I put him up on. I put a blanket down on the bed with me. And you know what? He... He passed right out. I was like, okay, I'll just kind of keep my hand on him when he moves. I'll try to get up. Yeah. And so I missed one. I missed one time he peed on the bed. Big deal. And then yeah. like quarter to five or 10 to five, he whimpered a little bit. I woke up and I was like, hey, bud. And, and, uh, and then I felt the, <laughs> and then I felt the big wet spot and I was like, oh God, hope you didn't do number two. So I hurried up and jumped out of bed, got some sweatpants on, went out to the garage and man, he was a trooper. He peed and pooped, went right out. And we came yeah. right back in, and I was like, well, we're up. Might as well crank up the day. So yeah. grabbed a cup of coffee. He came up, got on my desk, took another nap on my desk while I was cranking away at some emails. And uh, so, yeah, he's, he's been pretty been pretty mellow. But I will tell you this. I have uh, – I rigged it up yesterday with a widgeon wing. was the smallest wing that I have. I didn't have any teal wings left. And I got a couple okay. – I have a couple um, – wood duck wings but i don't know where the hell i put them but i found the widgeon wings and i had some goose wings i don't know why i had those but i had them uh i think cole wanted a couple of my son so i just put a couple away um but uh i put it on the fishing rod and bro he's a demon after that thing yeah, yeah he wants to kill it and then he wants to uh he wants to do that and like till he can't do it anymore and his tongue's hanging out. So <laughs> I, I'm, I'm hoping the the drive is there and he's great with the kids. So man, we're just getting started. So yeah, what a what a totally new uh, new thing, especially in this crappy time of being stuck in the house and everything else. At least I got something to do and something new. And I've been dogless for a long time and and yeah. uh, I haven't been dogless in twenty some years. So yeah, this is. Uh, this is about time. So, yeah. You know, and who knows? He'll probably come with us a couple times this year just to go. Um, you know, the get more exposure he gets. Yeah. 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 So, we'll get him. We'll get him cranked up. So, so far. When are you going to start working with James? You know, we're going to do. You know, the thing is, he 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 actually, you know, you, you come up to him. And as soon as you kneel down, he'll sit. So. Mm -hmm. So he's doing really good. So I don't know. I think we usually around five months or six, we'll get him cranked up 
Yeah. But I'll start doing all the obedience and all that stuff here at the house and kind of just get them going and, yeah. you know, and we, like I said, we got to potty train and do that whole thing. So yeah. yeah, we're just, we're just cranking up, but yeah, it's, uh, it's fun times. There's no doubt. So the kids it's, are pumped. Everybody's pumped. So I mean, it's a perfect time to have a puppy and start training, right? I oh, mean, there's no doubt. Home, everybody's around, and you couldn't have asked for a better time. Yeah, everybody could take take a couple uh, shifts with them and go. We're, yeah. We'll we tire them out. There's no doubt. So that's pretty good. I was hoping he was going to be on the podcast with me, dude. You know, I I almost thought about. Um, let me let me let me text. Let me text my daughter and see if she'll bring him up. <laughs> Hold on. So what else you got going on, man? We got turkey. Turkey opener was today here in Oregon. I know. It's Wednesday, right? Yep, it's Wednesday. Yep. I'm going to text her right now. Because he's barking like crazy. She's saying, you're you're not being nice to him. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm listen, he has to have... He has to have some kennel time. He just has to. Yeah. So he's got to get used to it. it out. Yeah. He's just got to get used to it. So, I mean, you also, he's just been ripped from his mom and all his brothers and sisters. So, you all know, right. you know, yeah, he's going to. A little adjustment time. Yeah. I mean, give the cat a break, <laughs> you know? So, uh, you know, so we'll see what happens. So I'll sit him up here. We'll see if he, we'll see if he uh, uh, obeys him. Obey some rules up here. Oh, he was stepping he's all gonna, over my computer today. He was all over it, but he did oh, I like saw the picture you sent me. Oh my god, bro! It was amazing. He's like passed out on your desk. Yeah, he got right on. He, he just climbs and he stretches out and he gets right on the damn desk, and and I'm just cranking away at emails and doing whatever, and he's just all about it. So, whatever. <laughs> maybe he's gonna help. If he can help me with some emails, that'd be awesome. You yeah. know, yeah. My, my dog just sits on the ground and stares at me while I'm typing away. <laughs> Well, that's when they get older. That's what they do. There's no doubt. Yeah. There's no doubt. So, uh, what? Uh, I'm hoping that we get out of this. Uh, you know, freaking. Uh, you know, you know what we're going through. Everybody's going through the same thing. Everybody just wants to get uh, out yeah. and and get yes. get in the woods, go fishing, do turkey, like just just something. You were already scouting for bear, weren't you? Yeah, we went bear hunting this last weekend. Oh, you went hunting. You didn't go scouting. Like you were on it. Well. I, I didn't have a tag, but uh, Troy, my coworker, oh, he, hey. uh, he's uh, Troy is in charge of our marketing end of uh, hunt and EDC. Uh, so he's kind of my he's my counterpart. And like awesome. I said, all the guys that we work with there all kind of share the same passion in the outdoors. And so yeah, we uh, we bounced out. He's got a bear tag. And awesome. I, I blew it and uh, I missed the draw by a day here. Oh. That's all right. You'll bad. get it. You'll get it next year. Yeah. Uh, i had two, two draws that I've missed out on. I, I missed out on bear here, and I missed out on Colorado for my uh, elk and deer tag. Here he comes. Um, but, uh, yeah, rough rough year on that so far. Won't let that happen again. Yeah, oh, you'll be all right. Oh, here he is. There he is. Oh, bro, look at it right down. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, my God, he's already out. <laughs> what's up jet hold on let me get him up here hold on a second oh, what, babe? yeah in a little bit i'll text you he's probably be good there's jet everybody so oh, yeah he's there's nothing cuter than than a little black dog there you go bubby check your emails so 
Yeah, he's been a, he's been a good boy. He's only pooped on himself a couple times, fell in it. Like you know, bro, that's what that's what he's doing, gonna yeah, that's what he's things. gonna do. Like doing doing dog things. Like that's what you do. You know what I mean? Doing puppy things, and now yeah. and now he's gonna make you work for this podcast. Oh, totally. He's gonna be like all about it. Like, see, here we go. What do you think, Bubba? What do you think? You want to check everybody out? Yeah, there you go. Dave says hello. Immediately followed by puppy. <laughs> it's like uh, it's like butterflies, butterflies, butterflies. Yeah. Oh, look at him. Hey, Bobby. Hey, Bobbers. Hey, Bobbies. Oh boy. Good boy. Have a seat. There you go, buddy. There you go. That's it. Now he's down for the count. We'll see what's the up. The ultimate chick magnet, right there, man. Yeah, I need that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Or, or in the duck blind, the man magnet. Hi, Baba. Oh, yeah, my God, yeah. Everybody's – I already texted everybody, sent everybody pictures yesterday. Everybody's like, oh, my God, oh, my God. I can't wait to see him. Oh, my God, this quarantine stuff sucks. I want to see him. I'm like, yeah, I know. Believe me, he's he is too much. Don't be touching the live screen, though, Bubba. Um, so what else? Do you have anything else on tap for the fall? Do you have any hunts booked? Oh, do I have any? Uh, well, I uh, and hopefully Oregon we get to go up. on all of them. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we've got Oregon uh, over the counter archery elk and deer, and then I will be. Let's see. I'll be going down. Actually, before all that, I'll be heading down to California. Um, most people think California, from a hunting perspective, is uh, it's uh, not what most people think of. But um, going down to California to hunt a zone archery, oh which nice, is an amazing thing because it opens up in July, so it kind of like oh my god, fills that summer void. You oh know, my god, that's killer weather, but should be cool to get out and just stretch the legs and go hike around with the bow, and then well, and we're hoping we're out of this by then too, because you know, I mean, that's cutting it close. You know, well, yeah, but but you're going to, you know, slide down and be out of nowhere where everybody where nobody is. So, you know, exactly. what I mean? yeah, yeah. So and then uh, we've got archery, elk and deer here. And then, oh, yeah. Oh, uh, I don't know. I'm not sure yet. I'm going to put in for some alternate tags in uh, in Colorado and Montana for uh, elk and deer there for oh, cool. rifle. And then if nothing works out there, I'll be hunting Idaho. And then I'll be hunting, hopefully, archery uh, mule deer in Arizona in January. So, Oh, that sounds good. Trying not to overextend myself too much. Yeah, but, uh, there's no doubt. Yeah, then we got waterfowl season. I'm, dude, I'm already chomping at the bit to get back out, <laughs> on, the, out on, the, on the water, man. Yeah, you're, you're, you're in it now, bro. You are oh, in it now. I'm fully addicted at this point. Yes, you are full in. Hey, 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 shadow down. Shadow down. We got Jet. If you're not, if you're not watching it, that's why I, say, I always tell people like tune in live if you got nothing else to do because like oh, you never know you never know what's going to be on. This is like, uh, this is like I I just introduced my son to like an old school show. I don't even know if you remember it. Do you remember uh, Mutual of Omaha's Wild Kingdom? Does that ring no. a bell? Oh my god, bro. No. I mean, I'm dating myself, but it's just comedy because it was like a it was like a show. Uh, and oh my God, we were like little, 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 little kids. Um, was it Joe Exotic before he became Tiger King? Yeah, you know, it was like, 
they they go to Africa, they go to all these places, and they they'd capture these animals and tranquilize them and do stuff, and you'd get all this information about them, and and I was so into it, it was so cool because there was nothing else. You know, there was no there was no hunting channel and stuff. You know what I mean? No. Like yeah. like there was like that show, and then uh, Irwin. Like yeah, like that came later, and then you did have like Kurt Gowdy, and and Kurt Gowdy was like the first cat to like that I could remember. I, I you know listen, I'm not a historian or you know whatever, but I I I I think he was the first one that I saw hunting or fishing on uh, gotcha. on okay. just like you know abc sports or something you know what i mean and i was yeah. like oh my god like you know blow my mind so yeah um so that was pretty cool so and I, so i was trying to explain it to, to my son and and he found it online and he's like he's like that show is so cool <laughs> And I'm like, you know, it doesn't matter how, you know what I mean? It doesn't matter. It, yeah. It's old. It was the content that it was putting out. You know what I mean? It was yeah. so cool. Like, where are you going to get this from? Like, these guys were like, you know, like, hey, tonight we're going to tranquilize a tiger and we're going to check his teeth or something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. what? You know, it was yeah. it was nuts. And you're like, you know, you're sitting there watching a show going, oh, my God, somebody's going to get killed. Like, holy crap. You know, and this isn't like. This isn't like nowadays where they could just like, you know, put a bunch of, you know, effects in and all this other stuff. And, yeah. and what uh, this was like one camera guy, one angle. And and if something goes bad, like uh, we're going to film it. <laughs> so have you have you seen uh, Planet Earth at night yet? I, I've tuned in a couple times, uh, but they they're starting to get a little wild, aren't they? Dude, the Planet Earth at night is oh, incredible it, it the I whatever cameras are using but it's like no light you know it's at night and they're not using any lights on their cameras and uh they're just using high-end high-end cameras basically and lenses and all that and aperture wide open and uh it is incredible like i'm the, gonna have to check it. it it's insane they they follow like cheetahs and all different types of wildlife at night and it's next level yeah, I mean that's, you know, listen. There's 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 a couple things that that like now that you say that there's a couple things, I love watching hunting shows, but I love yeah. I love them because I, I I don't like I don't like gonna watch something that where they're gonna sit in a tree stand in Iowa. Like, and no yeah. offense to those people, but yeah. like I want to see something that is so wild. Like, you know, and and a couple things that come to mind is two things that I've never seen in my life that were just like blew my mind. Uh, I don't, I, I don't, it wasn't one of shocky shows, but it was a show and they were, they were in Russia and they were predator calling for grizzly bears. Okay. So there's like six or seven guys in this group, right? Okay. And they're humping through this bush and it looks like Alaska. It is so thick, right? And they get yeah. on this little rise and there's all this scrub in front of them that you can't see, right? And they had saw they saw a grizzly in the area and so so they get down on it and they get up on this little hump and the guy starts predator calling. So he's just doing like a squealing rabbit deal, right? Mm -hmm. And he tells everybody, you know, you got to be quiet and he, and he's standing right next to the hunter 
and the camera guy's right behind the hunter and he's like he's like i'll tap you to be ready you know when he's coming and i'm thinking to myself yeah. okay you know you're thinking like a grizzly bear he's gonna come through the brush you know like an 18 wheeler right yeah so he calls once, and then they wait a couple of minutes, and obviously they edit it a little, so I don't know how long they're waiting. Yeah. Then he calls again, and he puts the hand on the guy, and he goes, put your gun up, he's right here, right? And I'm like, okay. And I'm telling you right now, that bear stood up out of the brush, was like five feet out of the brush, and he was about at 10 yards. No. And... You didn't hear anything. That I had the game. bro. I I recorded it. I went back and watched it. I turned the sound all the way up. You didn't hear a twig crack, and that guy smoked him like right in the neck, like right below the jaw, and I I was freaked. I was literally freaked out because I could not believe that just happened. You know what I mean? It's stuff like yeah. that. Like that's why I watch stuff like that. It was if you would. I don't know. You could probably Google it. Maybe you could find it. But I'm telling you, I was, I was freaked out. I was like, that was the most incredible thing I think I've ever seen on TV. Unreal, unreal. So it's stuff like that 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 makes me, that makes me drive to watch stuff like that. That is, that's like next level. Just like you're talking about, and the camera stuff and everything nowadays is so incredible, so incredible. Let's, let's talk about next level for a second. Let's go. Have you watched? Tiger King. I haven't. I, I what? Si bro, I have not. What, Mario? I, Come on. Bro, I haven't. I don't know. Like, do I Do I really have to? Do I? Yes, you have to. Oh, my God. You know, the jokes are flying. Like, everything's flying. So, okay. okay. So, I, I guess I have to. Yeah. But I, I'm going to check back in with you in a couple days and make sure you've watched it. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's perfect. Get some popcorn and oh my sit the family God. down, puppy on your lap, and watch Tiger King. Oh my God! Everybody is talking about it. I mean, everybody. Oh, yeah. You know, there isn't anybody in the in the U.S. or anywhere else that's not talking about Tiger King. It was it was funny? Like somebody made like a meme and a joke, and it said something like, uh, "You know, the the world's in a pandemic like this is happening that's happening and a guy and a tiger like united the whole world or something i was like oh my god oh yeah <laughs> so yeah it's pretty crazy so uh i guess what do you I, got I what do you to. got planned for this year for hunts man uh the only thing i have you know barring barring anything south uh, in ways of traveling or whatever, but the only thing I have is I, I always go up to Canada. Uh, yep. I go up to Brad's, and and then we jump in the truck and head up to Rob at Ranchland, and we're probably going to go up to Rob's, and you know we're probably going to film some new new gear and film some birds and get them in tight and and smash them, and we're going to do that. You know I've been going up there forever, so we're going to go up again. Um, and then I might have an international trip. We're, we're trying to put some things together. You know, this, you know, the virus kind of threw everything out of whack because I had a bunch of things planned um, yep. promotionally and some other stuff. And it's kind of, you know, it's a little scary right now with travel. So yeah. I'm, I'm working on I'm working on a couple things. I just don't know what. Other than that, I'll just head back to the office in uh, in Missouri and we'll probably do a couple things there. Um, yeah. and I, and for the most part, probably just stay around here and get the pup going and, 
and yeah. and go through all that kind of stuff. So I don't have a ton. I don't have a ton this year. So um, you know, listen, I'm still putting my points in. So when I'm ready for, you know, when Cole's old enough and he wants to, yeah, you know, do a, a deer or an elk, I'll have enough points to get him in a good unit so we can go. Um, you know, because listen, I'm not that. I'm not that jazzed up. Maybe I'll get jazzed up like when I go, which I'm sure, but like he's he's kind of into it. He keeps talking about going to, going up to Alberta. When can we go to yeah. when when can we go to Uncle Brad's? And I was like, "Well, what do you want to do?" He's like, "I don't know. I want to I want to shoot a moose." <laughs> and I'm like, "All right." I was like, "If we're going to shoot a moose, then uh we're definitely not flying because I'm bringing back every sliver of meat off that animal because it is so good you're gonna need to install a freezer in your garage oh uh, and a walk-in freezer don't don't care like that stuff is so so good i would yeah i would i would have 0.0 problem doing that because every time i go up there there's something we got to cut up last time we cut up two moose uh as soon as i got there and we're like hey we're gonna go we're going to go goose hunting in a little bit, but we got to cut up like one moose and then half of another moose. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Let me ask you this question. Yeah. So with all this, you know, all the COVID crap that's going around and, you know, we being hunters, you know, pretty fortunate enough to have meat in our freezers and whatnot. Yep. What, uh, any, any special meals that you've conjured up, uh, during this, uh, I don't know if you've, call it a pandemic but any uh any meals any recipes you know we we talked a bunch uh last week i had brooks on okay. from camp chef and he went through a bunch and it's funny that you said that because after brooks after i got off with brooks i had brad on a couple weeks ago too yeah and brad's like one. the most incredible chef cook whatever you want to call him so i ended up going on and just saying, Brad, give me a bunch of links and give me a bunch of recipes and just give me all that stuff because I'm going to put it on the Final Approach website. And, you know, I'm just going to put as much content up there as I can. So people, you know, they're looking for this. They're looking at a couple bags. They're looking at some decoys, whatever. And then they get to see all these recipes on there. And they'll maybe they'll spend some more time in the kitchen and, and spend yeah. more time with the family cooking. But he put a couple up there that I have tried, not like since this thing has happened, but oh my God, there's, I can't even name, I can't even name all of them that are incredible or the one, like my favorite, like I don't, I don't have it. Like probably the moose enchiladas was probably one of my favorites that, Whoa. that, and then he does, um, he does goose legs like chicken wings uh-huh. and everybody's like, yeah, right. He he put them he puts them in the uh, in the Dutch oven and cooks them down a little bit, and then pulls them out and puts like shake rub on them, and then yeah. and then puts them uh, on a pan in the smoker. Like Ooh. bro, when they come out, it's it is next level. So so that is pretty that is pretty good. So I mean, there's so many. We put a bunch on there. He put yeah. Uh, I think there was duck nachos. Yeah, bro, there's some. I know. Like, just wait. Just wait. I still have I still have meat in the freezer ready to go. So just wait till we can get out of here and have a goose burger. That's Cole's favorite. So when I make you a goose burger, bro, you'll, 
I think you'll be in on that deal. I, uh, yeah, I've been, uh, <laughs> see, we've been doing elk burgers. We did some venison burgers. We did elk meatloaf. Oh, yeah. Uh, there you go. Venison chili. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're, uh, we're chopping it up. We're, I think we're supposed to do some ceviche. Oh, look at you. Uh, tomorrow night, which I'm excited about. Look at you. You're getting you're getting like real chef like. Yeah, you know. Just, you got to. We got to wait for this. We got this little cold spell today. I don't even cold spell, but yeah, you know, right. It's, it's you know we had all this beautiful weather, and then we were gonna do ceviche tonight. And I was like, eh, let's wait till it's sunny out. Yeah. Eat outside, you know. Yeah. So. Ha- have a glass of wine and relax. No doubt. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, have I still have. Yeah. And, and <laughs> I still have the brats you gave me. I didn't. I didn't bust those out. I'm waiting until I have a barbecue for that. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna oh. just waste them on like GP, like regular purpose. Nah, they're. <laughs> that's that's like that's gonna get pulled out when when people yeah. are coming over and whatnot. Yeah, so the uh, the uh, jalapeno cheddar. Yep. Venison brats. Yeah. The other day, dude, and Hawaiian sweet rolls. Woo. Oh, that's Cole's favorite too. That's my son's favorite. Those damn Hawaiian rolls. Oh my god, those oh, are Hawaiian so good though. Those are scary good. So my my one of my favorites, and I don't know, if you call it specialty, but it was our you know, it's a camping tradition is a bacon wrapped bratwurst, and uh, whether it be wild game or not, um, you, you know, like a beer brat style right. bratwurst wrapped. wrapped in bacon in Hawaiian sweet rolls cut in half with sriracha on top oh there you go yeah sriracha is pretty hot right now and and i don't mean to be funny but it 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 is like it's getting in a lot of recipes it's making a big surge there's no doubt about it yeah that garlic sweet garlic hot sauce now i'm hungry now you know now you done messed it up i know now you done messed it up let me let me go back. Is there anybody else asking any questions? Because literally the dog is on my keyboard and there's like 42 screens like just yeah. going. Where is Jet? I haven't seen him for a while. Bro, he's laying. He's laying. Hold on. Hold on. Let me get. Let me get the camera and pick it up and put it over here. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Oh, he's done. He's passed out. Bro, he's toast. Look at him. What? Not working at all. Bro, he's not doing anything. Are you kidding me? I gotta make sure I get <laughs> that somewhat right. That's all Jack. Uh, working hard. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, bro, he is freaking out. Yeah, and he's laying right on my laptop, so I ain't doing nothing. And it just keeps whatever, whatever he moves, like a screen comes up. So <laughs> <laughs> who knows what's going down? So yeah, we'll be doing a bunch of uh, puppy things, and oh my god, yeah, wait till he gets going. But yeah, he's just too damn cute. That's just the cutest damn dogs. Black Labs for me is it. So it's. Uh, He's he's just a cool dude, so part of the family now. So that's what there you get. Is. That's what you get. So yeah, kids are all over him. Everybody, yeah, you, know, you just want to squeeze that little face. 
you know? I can't wait to meet him. Yeah. Yeah. He's ready, bro. He'll be he'll be ready to jump right on you. So don't worry about all that. So if people want to go check, uh, we'll get back to somewhat work. If people want to go check anything on the Benchmade website, it's just yeah. Benchmade.com, correct? Correct. They can just go there, uh, check any, find a dealer, look at knives, see yep. which one you want. You can go to whatever retail store carries them when we get back open and, and like I said, feel that feel that knife we were talking about because it's so ridiculous and how light it is uh the bailout on how it's ridiculous how how light it is so uh stuff like that and just check whatever and and see what fits your needs you know what i mean that's that's what you got to do if you want to win the steep country just get on i put the link up in the comments so all you got to do is click on it and sign up so we appreciate you guys for you know, for doing that and getting people a, man, a, a damn good knife that'll do it all. Absolutely. So, and you got to be looking for Father's Day or very close to it, a new knife coming that's going to take your, uh, your meat cutting to a next level. Oh, yeah. Big so, time. yeah. So be looking for that. And then as soon as you, as soon as you're allowed to, chit chat about that or leak anything send it my way i'll get it to all of the people so they can see it and go check it out other than that like us like you know uh you know follow you guys on instagram facebook yeah you know do you guys have uh you guys have a youtube channel too correct you guys got that yes sir yeah i'm i'm i'll check that out so you guys got that same with us so so people whatever you want to do check us out on instagram facebook podcasts are up we put them up on apple and everything else so just look for the platform that you use and go check us out we got a bunch up there if you're just kind of getting into this one um and you know and like i said i always thank my partners who who kind of give us cool stuff like this to give out like benchmade and and do stuff like that uh benelli's been great as always so's federal uh mossy oak uh guys from camp chef last week we had brooks i made him give away a, a, a cooktop and uh i'm gonna have uh i got benelli's coming up supposedly and uh the guys from delta waterfowl i think are gonna join me as well coming up so we can talk about some stuff because you know they're still out there doing what they're supposed to be doing you know no matter what so we're gonna get the whole low down on that uh, and what's going on with them? And we talked about Rob up at Ranchland Outfitters up in Alberta. We'll, we're going to go see Rob this fall, and I'll probably have him on at some point. I had him on already, but I'll probably have him on again, and uh, and get him chit chatting. And uh, and also, I've had the Pattermaster guys on and the Federal guys on. I had them on a couple weeks ago and Loopold. So everybody's kind of been hit so far. I'm just got a couple more I got to hit, and then we'll circle back around with everybody right before the season and 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 get to whatever else is new and give everybody a refresh on what they need to find so yeah yeah so that'll be a that'll be a cool thing and then i just threw up on our youtube channel i just threw up a couple more uh videos after all the uh uh, podcasts that i did so um so i'm gonna do something with the two knives i have here 
and throw it up on our YouTube channel here shortly. You know, give me a week to cut something up and and make it look half decent and give you guys some more some more love. So, you know, that's what we're doing. So, Heck yeah, loving it. Yeah. Yeah, so all when, we can uh, do is yeah, if we get back on here uh, right before season, we'll uh, maybe we can give away one of those uh, new knives that we alluded to. Oh, we'll definitely do it. We'll do it right before the season, and we'll get cranking. You know, Perfect. I'm just hoping to be, you know, release us by then, so we could all get out. And me and me and Cole might we might try to sneak out fishing again this week. We'll see. We've been trying. Nice. We can go. James tipped me off on a decent spot where we can go and kind of be left alone and. We went once. We didn't catch anything, but, you know, it's not all about fishing all the time. I just wanted to get the hell out of the house. Why it's called fishing, not catching, right? You ain't lying, bro. I just wanted to get <laughs> I just wanted to get my feet dirty and get out. So Yeah. So thank God for that. So, yeah, listen, Jet's no help. He's still sleeping. So <laughs> I'm, I'm sure he'll make his uh, uh, more marks on uh, – on the final oh, yeah. approach page, so don't worry about that. So yeah, just wait till he's chewing the microphone. And oh, no doubt, bro. Wait till he's right. Wait till he's wait till he's got something of real value to me that he's tearing up. Yeah, it's coming. Yeah, yeah it's coming. So awesome, buddy. Hey, listen, appreciate everything. Thanks for all the info. Thanks for the yeah, knife, absolutely. everybody. Get on and get that steep country. Um, all you got to do is go on and sign up to win. We appreciate everybody there helping and hooking us up. Hometown hometown company and that's that's much appreciated bro absolutely thank you for having me on and uh just a message to everybody out there everybody's going through this man just make sure you guys get outdoors stay sane and yeah. support your local businesses yep do what you can buy it online <laughs> you know what, what you know like we were just uh just talking to the guys at Rogers, you know what I mean? They, uh, they're like, Hey, we're doing curbside. We're still cranking yep. on the website. Like we're just doing everything we can. And, uh, they were like, when everything came down, like they were in a hurry to get every, uh, man, they were trying to get every fishing lure that they had in the store online because like fishing was about to get cranked up in Missouri there and over that way. Yeah. And I was like, Oh my God, can you imagine that headache, bro? You know how many excuse there are in fishing lures? Yeah, there's about eight million items <laughs> and about twenty four thousand color. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, oh my yeah. god. So, but listen, hats off to them because they were cranking and and folks are like, yeah, dude, I gotta get, I gotta get this, this, this. I'll pick it up. So yeah, or ship it or whatever. So yeah, and then hopefully when we get out, of, well, when we do get out of this, make sure, like you said, support your local businesses, and uh, and hopefully everybody makes it through all this and we get going. So yeah, appreciate it absolutely all right bubba have uh have a beer chill out or have a glass of wine with dinner whatever you want to do and uh like I said, down two beers down here hey bro that's that's what work's all about that's what hard yeah. work's all about right Fucked out podcast with mario that's right bro he hasn't even opened his eyes yet he is he's <laughs> like he's like a tiger cub i ain't moving so all right cool all right, Bubba, I'll talk to you, uh, I'm sure, at some point here. Hell yeah. Probably we'll quicker, sooner than later. Are you uh, are you chasing bears this weekend, or what are you doing? Turkey. Oh, you're Turkey. going? Are you going? Oh, we're going. Okay, then we're going. We might bring might bring Yipper with us. I'll stick him in the back of my bag. We'll just go. Put him in the back of the bag. Yeah. All he's going to do is probably sleep the whole way anyway. What's it matter? Sleep the whole way, and then yeah. when a bird comes at us, he'll just run off and go after Big old Tom. After 
after after you saw his head off, I guarantee you, if I put this this menace down, he's gonna go freaking rip feathers out because I oh, think yeah. it's just feathers. He's just he's already got he's already got issues like us. <laughs> it was pretty cool. All right, I'll give you a shout tomorrow. We'll chop it up. And uh, like I said, appreciate it. Anthony from Benchmade Knives, appreciate you, bro. Yeah, thanks for having me on, Mario. All right, Bubba, talk to you soon. See ya. Okay. There you go, folks. Check it out. Benchmade Knives. Uh, man, great products. USA made for real products and uh, serious products. There's no doubt about it. If you want to hit up anything that we got going on, fabrand.com is the website. Uh, you can check us on Instagram and follow us there. You could like us on Facebook. Uh, you could check out the podcasts and make sure you get in for that steep country knife. Uh, you go down in the comments. You got a couple days to do it. We usually go to about Friday afternoon or so on all the giveaways when we're doing our podcasts on Wednesdays. So appreciate everybody checking in. And I can't really see my screen. So if there was other questions, I'll get to them later tonight because the dog's laying on my laptop keyboard i can't even get to anything so you'll be you'll be seeing more of a little jet here as we go all right appreciate everybody checking us out and that's all we got going appreciate the support for final approach